0: We had a blast at StarCast 6. A huge thank you to everyone who attended. And if you want to relive our stage show experience, you can with Premier Streaming Network. Over 20 stage shows took place StarCast weekend. From comedy shows, design panels, musical performances, talk shows, and more. Including a live edition of AEW Unrestricted with CEO Tony Khan. Sign up for Premier Streaming Network today and check out the shows available now on demand and in HD. And if you sign up today, you'll get two months free of Premiere+. Enjoy the amazing lineup of content that Premiere Streaming Network offers, including all five previous StarCast stage show lineups. Hundreds of hours of fantastic wrestling content at your fingertips. Visit StarcastOnPremier.com.
1: Cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. I don't want a piece of the world. I want the whole world. I make my own rules. Because it's much easier that way. Trust me.
2: What's up everybody? It's Marcus D'Angelo and we are back with another episode of The Snake Pit. And of course, we couldn't do it without the man himself, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, you look busy over there. What's going on?
1: Oh, I'm trying to get my dumb ass situated.
2: <laughs> so just so just so you guys know, Jake is uh Jake is on the road. He is very, very busy. He's actually out in Wyoming right now. Um, we're recording this one ahead of Starcast, and what will be an incredible experience, I'm sure, is Jake and I do a, a live show out there, which will be available on pay per view. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, we're he's doing it from his phone today, but uh, hey, man, we're committed to bringing you guys fresh content, right, Jake?
1: Got to, bro. Starts to smell after a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, something that's always going to stay fresh is ask Jake anything, which is what we're doing today. It'll be our 11th edition um however before we get into all these fan questions and we got a ton of them uh we do have to talk about what's been going on a little bit we we suffered a couple uh tough losses this past week and i'd like to talk about them both here at the top of the show jake first terry funk i mean uh, just a -a one-of-a-kind performer a legend uh what can you talk to us about when it comes to to terry
1: probably one of the great greatest performers ever uh terry was just one of a kind man one of a kind, and uh, he always gave a 1,000% and uh, went above and beyond what was expected of him. He was a trailblazer. He, he did things nobody else even thought about doing. And uh, it's my pleasure to, to have spent some time with him. And uh, just a hell of a guy.
2: He was, um, man, it's, uh, you, you know, you talk about a true one of one, somebody that's, that's hard to compare anybody to, um, in wrestling. You know, that's, that's a big thing nowadays is Pete, you know, guys from your era get compared like, oh, well, who's like the modern day equivalent of that guy. When it came to Terry Funk, it's really hard to come up with one because he was just so, so unique.
1: Yeah, he was unique, man. And, uh, wow. I just feel so blessed to have been around him at times and, um, uh just uh, some of the things that he said to me were just so so in tune with what was really going on you know and uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes some of the things he said were just hard to conceive you know just hard hard to bring up and make sense out of it but then once you did you're like holy shit Holy shit! <laughs> He's right. <laughs>
2: uh, Jake, I I gotta ask you, what do you think Terry's legacy is in professional uh, wrestling?
1: Any anything he wanted, brother, it was there. It's been a real rough week, you know. Not only did we lose Terry, we uh, we lost one of the one of the greatest new talents, Bray Wyatt. Yes. He had so much to give, and he had just gotten started. And uh, that one will be sorely missed for a long time. I, I want to put the word out there to, to my friend Mike and his brother and just let you know I love you, man, and uh, so sorry. So sorry this has happened to the family.
2: Man, uh, you know, there's there's no combination of words that's gonna make a loss like that, right? You know, Bray was uh, Wyndham. He was he was a young man still, born in 1987. You know, still had his whole life ahead of him, and and that life was cut short. Uh, and Man, it's it's tough. And Jake, I know uh, you got to spend a little bit of time around Bray. And I also know, you know, uh, a question that comes up here on the podcast a lot is, is Jake, if you could fantasy book yourself against just about anybody, who would it be? And uh, the the answer you always seem to come back to is Bray Wyatt.
1: Yeah, Bray Wyatt. I
2: wanted to do a stripper's pole match with him. (laughs) The stripper's pole match. Yeah, man. Missing in wrestling today. The stripper's pole match.
1: Yeah,
2: it's it's big, man. <laughs> so I have to imagine the pole is like greased up, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and There's there's like panties at the top of it. You gotta go get. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's book it. AEW Tony Khan. Let's get this thing rolling. It's good. Um. Well, look, yeah, uh, on a, on a more serious note every, on behalf of everybody here, uh, with ad free shows and the snake pit, uh, we want to wish both families all the best and, uh, we'll be praying for you guys and thinking about you guys, uh, during this difficult time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, two guys, indelible legacies they've both left behind, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's such, such a raw deal to lose brain at such a young age. And I can't imagine what else he had to give. You know, and uh, you know, him and I talked a few times about interviews and stuff, and and um, I like to think that I helped him, and uh, but he didn't need much help. He had it rocking.
2: He was really sharp. And that's that's the thing that we hear all the time is that like he was very imaginative and innovative. But uh, Jake, I would say that he did borrow from me a little bit, you know, back when he was doing his Wyatt family stuff before he became the fiend. uh, It's a lot. Every time he would cut a promo, you'd get online and see like, boy, Jake, the Snake Roberts has got to be smiling. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, man.
2: Well, all the best to those two families. And, you know, it's difficult to move on and be lighthearted after discussing uh, a couple difficult losses like that. But uh, we're going to give it a shot. Uh, We've gathered fan questions. We're going to do our 11th edition of Ask Jake Anything, like I mentioned. And, uh, look, I know what some of you are probably thinking right now. What happened to doing SummerSlam 1988? Well, don't worry. Next week we're going to pick right back up with SummerSlam 88, uh, the 35th anniversary And, uh, man, we've got a whole bunch of fun shows this September. But uh, without any further ado, all right, let's go ahead and jump into these questions, Jake. Uh, Uncle J89 asks, what's the one match and storyline you would go back and change, and what would you change about it? Anything stick out?
1: Yeah, the savage in me, you know. Okay. Uh, that old storyline was so good, and it was cut so short you know they hadn't even touched the tip of that right and uh that was so They snapped it off and that was it which uh made me sick because hell you know, we didn't even go all the way around you know yeah and uh for it to be cut that short it was just disgusting but what am i i don't know Yeah, that's the one that sticks out.
2: That was one of those ones, too, that, you know, uh, your final WrestleMania, uh, well, of that run was coming up here, the WrestleMania 92. And, uh, like, it it just would have made sense for you and and him to make it all the way there uh, with with that rivalry.
1: Absolutely. That's what I expected, you know, and uh, for it to be cut short. And uh, once again, got the shaft on that one.
2: Now, you and I discussed it on the first ever episode of The Snake Pit, uh, where we talked about this Tuesday in Texas, and if I remember right, did you say that it was cut short uh, due to the the slap to Elizabeth? Was that a big part of it?
1: That was part of it because her family just, they revolted, man. They went psycho on Randy. Uh, Randy was no longer allowed at the house. Mm. Um, He had promised the family that liz would never get hurt because unfortunately randy and randy and liz had never smartened them up to the business oh gosh so when i slapped her that was the end of the brother
2: so liz's family saw you slap their daughter and thought it was a shoot that you just slapped her right there (laughs) and it happened wow uh, guys, go back and uh and listen to or, or watch that uh, first episode of the snake pit because uh, we also watch Jake's promo after slapping Elizabeth and like it, just the salacious nature of that promo and the way that Jake delivers it. My goodness, it is something,
1: yeah. It was nasty. <laughs> it
2: was. <laughs> uh, Richard J. Conroy is up next. Would you have stayed longer in Mid South if they had offered you the booking job in 1986?
1: Absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like there's nothing like booking. Um, when you're the you're the guy that everybody looks to for content, for ideas, uh, for storylines, uh, on how to develop new talent. It's a great, great thing, man. It's it, it, well, I get high just thinking about it. But you, know, you see the smile on my face man I love to think about that shit. Had they given me the book, I would have stayed till, till the wheels fell off.
2: Now, do you think that you would have stopped wrestling and focused on booking if you had become the head no. booker there?
1: No, I just stayed wrestling.
2: It's interesting too because you know you had done some booking when you were in uh, Georgia. Uh, right. as, as you mentioned and you were an active wrestler at the time we we see though where some guys can't handle that responsibility of right. of, bu- of booking while being a wrestler you know i dusty Rhodes was great and all the stuff he yeah. did was great but i know that uh like the four horsemen were getting really frustrated because dusty kept booking himself to go over uh at these big events
1: imagine that <laughs> right
2: so uh it's it's interesting that you were able to like kind of find a balance with it where i, I think a lot of guys struggled
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't ever matter to me who went over. You don't have enough talent to uh, to persevere losing a match. Then uh, you're in the wrong damn business.
2: Perfectly said.
1: If you go out and do your job right, the fans don't even remember.
2: That's exactly it, man. And uh, like a lot of your uh, matches, whether you went over or not, like the idea was that you wanted them to leave and be thinking about or talking about you, right?
1: that's
2: it <laughs> and it worked uh jake it's interesting that we we mentioned booking there because uh this next one caught my interest because ever since you mentioned your desire to, to book today even just 15 minutes per episode um it, i've been seeing questions about it uh and here's one from gregory kirby hi jake if you could completely redo luchasaurus's gimmick what would you do with him he's huge and can really move so i feel like he could be used better
1: yeah, I think he could be used better, too, man. I don't know what I would do, but uh, I mean, I like the gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. It's fun for the kids. Uh, definitely as a baby face, though. Really? Yeah, yeah.
2: See, when I read that, my first thought was, uh, oh, Jake would make him a heel because he's huge.
1: No, no. I'd keep him as a baby face. With that gimmick, I would.
2: He's a merchandise seller. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Certainly something for the kids. NFL football is back, and if you're a huge fan like I am, it's always the most wonderful time of the year. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Well, the wait is over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you can get. Download now and use code SNAKEPIT to sign up. Again, new customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SNAKEPIT, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HopeNY ny 467 369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Okay, guys, let's hit the pause button to tell you about WrestleQuest from Megacat Studios, which is now available. Man, we have heard the hype for this game, and let me tell you right now, it is real. Incredible reviews, legendary stars, and a wrestling gaming experience like none you have ever had before. WrestleQuest is a love letter to classic role-playing games, the pixel art games of our youth, and the golden era of professional wrestling powerbomb your way through a massive game where the worlds of toys, action figures, and wrestling collide. This is a sweaty, spectacular pro wrestling take on the cherished Japanese role-playing games. We're talking about 40-plus hours of core story content and 20-plus fully licensed pro wrestling legends like our man Jake the Snake, Macho Man Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, DDP, Jeff Jarrett, and much more. The list spans decades and various promotions featuring talent from all over the world. More than just statues, each legend has their own side quest. Players can earn the wrestler's signature gear or the right to call upon their finishing moves in combat. In some cases, the wrestler may even join the player as their manager. Cut promos on your opponents before fighting them in the ring and customize your walk-on routine, including theme music, pyrotechnics, and other effects. WrestleQuest is available now for PC, consoles, and mobile, and let me tell you guys, as a gamer, this is not a game that you're going to want to miss. This game is going to set a new standard in pro wrestling gaming, and I for one cannot wait to start playing it. Again, it's WrestleQuest. Download your copy right now.
0: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
2: buck batula? i don't know was cheryl smart to the business when you met her and was she a wrestling fan did she know who you were when you met
1: no she she knew who i was when we met but she didn't give a damn she didn't care for me <laughs> so she was quick to let me know that
2: <laughs> not a wrestling fan
1: yeah yeah she uh she wasn't much of a wrestling fan but she knew who i was and she thought i was disgusted
2: <laughs> disgusting why
1: yeah I don't know
2: <laughs> now did uh you would have met her was it while you were in uh Georgia
1: yep oh okay yep. in fact I was doing the angle with Ronnie Garvin and um uh, the reason I smartened Cheryl up is Ronnie Garvin and I had done a strap match in the Omni mm-hmm. And uh, there had been some strap matches before that the guys didn't really lay them in, but Ronnie Garvin and I laid them in. (laughs) I mean, I was cut all the hell. So was he, Um, she wasn't smart. So we go out the back of the building and I'm letting her help me to the car. You know, I'm being a real dick, you know, (laughs) Oh, baby, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the car. Oh, oh. (laughs) get the bag too.
2: Might need a massage
0: tonight.
1: I'm selling this shit, bro. We go to the car and she opens the door and she lets me in. And I get in and she goes around and she's standing outside the car but all I can see is her belly button you know she's staying close to the car and I'm like what the fuck is she doing and I'm like Cheryl Cheryl she won't answer me so finally I get up and I stand up and when I stand up I'm looking right down the nose of a pistol Whoa! she's about to shoot Ronnie Garvin in the
2: parking lot <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Holy fuck. (laughs) Don't do it. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So I had to do the quick reverse and smarten her ass up pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Did Ronnie see the gun? Oh, yeah. Was he shitting himself?
1: He's laughing his ass off.
2: (laughs) So I have to ask, you're out there selling it like, oh, I don't even know if I can carry this bag. And right after, (laughs) you have to be like, wait a minute. It was... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I had a tough night, man. She she was really pissed off.
2: I can imagine I'm picturing my own wife's reaction and poof, boy. Oh I, brother,
1: I paid a heavy price that night.
2: you were probably hurting even worse after the than okay. you know with with the strap match.
1: I wasn't getting any soothing things either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so bluefin Chris asks. Jake, did you ever see the Shockmaster incident in WCW? If you haven't, I have the video. Well, show me the video
1: because I, I think I have seen it, but I need to be refreshed.
2: All right, this will be a fun refresher. i going
1: to let
0: Sting tell the people My who the secret partner is going to be... All I have to say TV. is, all I have to say is, our partner is going to shock the world because... He is none other than the Shock Master! The Shaq Master!
1: I told you. Oh, God.
2: Wow. Oh, it gets better. Oh,
1: I don't care who you are, boy. I don't give a damn who you are. You're going to have us. You're and we're going to be Come on. neck. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me?
2: That was the Shockmaster. Wow. <laughs> Jake, immediate thoughts?
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> uh, one of my, The part that really stands out to me is that you can hear Flair afterwards going, oh, God, oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. And uh, Sid's got to sell it like he's intimidated. And here's a little factoid for you, Jake. Do you know who the voice of the Shockmaster was? Dusty. That was Ole Anderson backstage on a mic. Was not Ole? Yep.
1: Well, that was the best part of it.
2: <laughs> and do you know who the Shockmaster was, by the way? Did you recognize him in that brief moment? No. That was Typhoon, Fred Ottman. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought. That's what I thought.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, completely derailed what he was doing in WCW. And, you know, I guess they were going to build him up. And he was about to tag with Sting, top guy. And uh, it completely derailed everything for him. But... Uh, I, uh silver lining. Fred Ottman now has one of those masks on his table at uh, at autograph signings. So I think he's made a nice living off of it.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
2: <laughs> Something good's got to come out of that. Holy shit!
1: Uh, man, that was fucking horrible.
2: <laughs> yes. and And uh, Jake, let me uh, let me follow that up with a little question: Has there ever been a moment in wrestling that you were there for that you witnessed that was just an embarrassment like that was?
1: Um. What do you think? Yes. All yes. Right. Uh, this was going way back. Okay. 1976. Um, the guy would later come to the WWF as uh, Prince... Uh, Prince Offey or Offie, something or another. Okay. Mr and he did a fire dance with his baton, you know, mm-hmm. a foot long.
2: Yeah.
1: He could spin it, you know, with either hand, he can lay on his back and do it with his feet. And both ends are on fire. Right. Right. So he's, what happens is he's been practicing this shit in my hotel room. <laughs> And we decide we're going to get stoned. Oh, boy. So I had some really good shit. <laughs> 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 I got so fucked up, he could barely stand up. <laughs> so we go to the building, and it's time for his fire dance. And he goes out there and does it. And as he's spinning it, a piece of the burlap falls off and falls on top of his head. Oh, no. And you see the flame start to grow. And now he's he's flipping it with one hand and he's hitting his head. <laughs> <laughs> it was funnier than fuck, man. Oh yeah, he burn a big cone in his head, man. <laughs> big afro, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was funny.
2: Oh, Amazing. I wish there was a video of that one out there, like the Shockmaster.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Man, so that was, that was you said, early WWF days?
1: Oh, that's, this happened in, uh, with Stu Hart.
2: Oh, that's right. You said 76.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude. Um, amazing. It um, was. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our new sponsor, Fume, and their incredible product. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or replacing one bad habit with another. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. They look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air, and instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural delicious flavors. You get it, instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. I got my fume in the mail and I was blown away by the amazing flavor. With options like crisp mint, orange vanilla, maple pepper, and more, there's truly something for everyone and every preference. Also, I am definitely a fidgeter, and Fume scratches that itch as well. It's perfectly balanced, feels great in my hand, and acts as a great stress reliever. Also, it just looks cool. The design includes real wood, a sleek look, and a great shape. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code snake to save 10% off when you get the journey pack. That's tryfum.com and use code snake to save an additional 10% off your order today. Okay, everybody, let's take a quick minute to discuss one of my favorite partners. We're talking about AG1 and how they have truly transformed my life with their daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I used to start every day taking a bunch of multivitamins or how about worse, mixing a healthy shake the vitamins were expensive and annoying, and to, to get the shake right, you've got to go shopping. You've got to get every single ingredient, and then you've got to clean the blender. You've got to take the blender apart and clean the blades, and it's such a pain in the butt. It takes up so much time. Nearly a year ago, I started drinking AG1 every day because I was fed up with that morning routine, and it is truly a game changer for me. Now, I have a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional bases every single day. I wanted more energy. I wanted to make sure that my immune system was well supported, especially with my young daughter in daycare bringing home germs every day. I also wanted better gut health and I wanted a simple solution to incorporate into my daily routine that I enjoyed the taste of. AG1 checked every single box. Here's the best part for me guys, it's easy. My schedule is very full every single day, and AG1 made life easy by providing 75 high quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients by simply mixing one scoop in a cup of water. That's it. I drink it and I'm done. It's an easy micro habit that delivers macro results. I know what your next question must be how much does it cost? That's always my next question. Well, how about less than $3 a day? Break the habit of going to Starbucks or going to the gas station and getting a coffee and a breakfast and a bunch of calories that you don't need. Spend less money and get a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients instead with AG1. Now that is a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag ag one.com slash snake. That's drink ag com slash snake S N A K E. Check it out guys. I can guarantee you will not regret it. Barry Flynn is next on an early episode. You and Marcus talked about Tully Blanchard testifying on your behalf in court, uh, was wondering about your history with Tully. Not much. Really? Not
1: much, not much at all. No. Um, uh, I met him. I may have met him once or twice before the
2: WWF. Interesting, because uh, you know when I saw and I, you know when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, that was in the notes for one of our episodes where he. I, I think it was like him and Dusty both testified on your behalf. Um, I guess he was just more of a character witness, probably for like professional right. wrestling. Right. Gotcha gotcha okay and uh, you know it's also interesting you guys weren't crossing past months you're both paths much you guys are both uh, texas boys
1: yeah you know? you'd, you'd have thought we would have but Collie was about a year or so in front of me as far as getting where you want to be you know
2: ah okay uh,
1: i was still trying to get to the spot and he was already at the spot
2: Gotcha. OK, well, man, you know, we we bring it up on here sometimes like, oh, God, you know, who's a guy that Jake uh, could have done a great program with? That he never got to work with. The one that always stuck out for me was was Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I think that the two oh, of you yeah. would have had a hell of a program. Uh, yeah. But Tully, Tully Blanchard, I got to be a close second.
1: Yeah, Tully would have been great.
2: Philip DeSanto asks, Jake, I recently saw a video of you wrestling Jim Neidhardt as who? Why the hell did they put Jim Neidhardt in that gimmick? Who, who the fuck knows?
1: <laughs> that was so fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs>
2: Ooh. like a dude with like that experience and that kind of name value and notoriety, and they're like, "I have an idea. Let's put him in this mask.
1: Call him the Who." I, would've, I would've wanted, I wanted him to call him the mole Man.
2: I was gonna. That was my next question. I heard about this. Can you talk to us about this gimmick?
1: Yeah, the, the mole man was going to be a, a situation where he wouldn't come to the ring until they turned all the lights off. <laughs> you know? And then when he comes to the ring, he jumped the guy and beat the fuck out of the guy when the lights come on. The match is already over.
2: I think that could work.
1: Oh, fuck yeah, it could work.
2: Plus, he, like, he had that, like, he was a stocky little sort of yeah. dude. You know, he, it kind of works. He looks be- like a mole.
1: He had the voice, too. It's much too bright to come out. I'm not coming out. It hurts my eyes.
2: <laughs> Wait, a minute. Wait a minute. So uh, I'm starting to get the fuller picture now. Like, his music would start playing, and then he'd come over but, the house like, like, ah, can't do it, guys.
1: Turn them off. <laughs> it burns my eyes.
2: You know, of all the missed opportunities in pro wrestling, I think you just sold me on that one. I, that could have been something.
1: The mole would have been awesome, brother.
2: Damn it! All right. Well, look, is somebody.
1: Like the babyface would make a big comeback by having a flashlight in his pocket. Eyes <laughs> <So, laughs> with the flashlight, he goes down. You cover him. One, two, three. The Mo man has been beating, beaten.
2: Who did, did you pitch this in like '96? That's when he was who.
1: Yeah. No, I didn't pitch it. I just told Nightheart about it. He loved it.
2: Man. It's could have been could have been something special. Well, I'll tell you what; it's the, the the gimmick is out there. AEW or WWE, go ahead and scoop it up. Just give Jake credit. Yeah. Um, George St. Louis asks Snake, "What music are you listening to these days? Are you reading anything good?"
1: Uh, as far as reading, no, I'm not. I need to get classes.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, punish myself for a long time. By not getting them. As far as my music, man, my music stays the same, brother. I'm old rock and roll.
2: You like Pink Floyd, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah, Pink Floyd, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, The Who, uh, The Eagles. I'm going to see The Eagles coming up pretty soon.
2: Where are you seeing them at?
1: Uh, In Atlanta. And then I'm going to Vegas to see Rod Stewart. Hell yeah. So uh, that'll be rocking out.
2: Uh, Jake, what what is like an iconic concert that you went to? Because I know you were probably a concert goer in like the seventies. Yeah. You ever see like the Floyd. Doors or anybody? Floyd, Pink Floyd. Floyd, Prime yeah. Pink Floyd. Floyd
1: three times, and uh, each time just blew me away. Just blew me away. And I tell you another concert I went to that was awesome was, um, oh boy, Brain Park. Leonard Skinner. Holy shit. Yeah, Leonard Skinner was awesome, bro.
2: The original band?
1: Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I've seen Skinner and uh then you go even further back. I remember one of my first concerts I went to was uh, uh the opening band was uh ZZ Top. Okay. And then, uh, unfortunately, Rod Rod Stewart was the closer, mm. and uh, that you know that that combination probably worked in a lot of places, but not in South Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they booed the shit out of Stewart, man.
2: Wow, why? Just because he was kind of like a?
1: Because he was a frisky boy.
2: Okay. Okay. Man, those are some killer bands to have gone and seen. Oh, yeah. um, have you seen the Eagles before? Or will this be your first time?
1: It'll be my first time.
2: So, let me say, I got to see them live here in Pittsburgh, and it was a hell of a show. I bet. I they, bet. Have, they have Vince Gill now in their band uh, singing a lot of their stuff, and, dude, he is unbelievable. Cool. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to dig it. Um, Jesse asks, Who is the greatest female wrestler of all time and why?
1: I don't know, man. There's too many ways to go with that one. hmm You know, if you go old school, I'd say Lalani Kai. Wow. You no,
2: know, uh, old school. Yes.
1: And main reason is because she can beat most of the men, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've heard she's nothing to mess with.
1: No, she's not, brother. She beats the shit out of people, man. And, and um, enjoy did Get it.
2: <laughs> now uh Medusa is a name that I know gets brought up a lot and she actually filled yeah. it for you here recently. She was she's a tough cookie too. Oh yeah, she's she's all girl. Whoops the mask. She told a great story about you on the podcast, scaring the shit out of her with a snake in like Singapore yeah. or something.
1: Yeah, she she kind of lost her shit. <laughs> uh
2: Jake, while we're on the topic of female wrestlers, uh China, what were your thoughts on her as a performer?
1: You know, I didn't get to see
2: enough
1: Mm -hmm. stuff. I really didn't. uh, I regret it. But I I didn't. I didn't get an opportunity to really see a lot of her stuff.
2: Irreplaceable look, uh, for sure. You know, certainly left an indelible mark. Oh, yeah. All right, Pete Deegan is up next. What modern day wrestlers does Jake think would fit What would would have fit well in his era? Hmm. Uh,
1: another Jake. Uh Jake at AEW. Jake Hager. He, yeah, I think he would have fit real well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that my guy would have done real well. Hell yes. You know, Uh, real well. Uh, He might even have been the champ. You know, had he come along at the right time.
2: Like, almost certainly, this was back in the days where Hogan was getting treated like Rocky Balboa. They just kept, you know, the monsters were getting bigger and bigger. Just imagine uh, him and Lance Archer.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would've been awesome,
2: man. Uh, Nick Newmeyer asks, "Does Jake have any stories about demolition?" Nope. Our pals Barry Darso and Billy Edie; uh, those guys kept to themselves pretty much. No stories.
1: Yeah, class act, brother. Class yeah. act. They Good dudes.
2: The,
1: took care of themselves and Mr. Fuji. And, uh, they were just a class act.
2: Good dudes. Uh, Dan Aver has a similar question, uh, except it's about Bob Backlund. Any good Bob Backlund stories?
1: He's a fucking maniac. Are you kidding? <laughs> that guy is legit psycho.
2: <laughs> what and gave he, you that impression?
1: He's just that guy is so strong. It's incredible. He's a he's a freak of nature, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just you'll lose it man and start screaming and shit, this scares the fuck out of me
2: just like randomly start screaming in the locker room yeah.
1: he does it at signings he'll grab somebody in fucking hole and just scream like crazy
2: <laughs> i've heard that he like at signings uh if or like if a kid comes up to him out in public and says like hey can i have your autograph he tries to make him like recite all the presidents or something
1: oh yeah yeah he makes them you know, show them how smart they are. Make
2: burn. <laughs> It's funny, man. Uh, Ted and I were talking about him on our podcast not too long ago, and Ted was like, you know, he had this kind of like a like an Opie Taylor type look to him. Like, he just looked like this, you know, like an unimposing kid from I, next door. He was like, but he would fucking stretch you.
1: Oh, he'd fucking hurt you in a second, man. I remember back in the uh, late 70s, he came to Mid-South and... Uh, they brought a kid from LSU. It was like six, eight, 350 fucking pounds to challenge a wrestler. hmm And nobody wanted to get in there. And, um, you know, because if you get in that ring and you lose, your fucking shit's over. Yeah. And Backlund raises his hands and says, I- I- I'll track you. And everybody's like, oh, fuck no, man. You know, but he went out there and all he did was grab the guy in the fucking headlock. He grabbed that guy in that headlock and squeezed so fucking hard. The guy passed out.
2: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking incredible, man. And it didn't take long either.
2: Man, the freak athlete.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He
2: still is. He looks like he's still in good shape.
1: Oh, he's in unbelievable shape.
2: And I think I saw him with those like Persian clubs or whatever, like Sheik used to use.
1: Yeah. He does it all, man.
2: Dude, just there's another guy one of one, but a maniac.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah legit.
0: Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU Didn't Know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com.
2: On the latest edition of The False Finish, Zach Gowan talks about reaching the top of the pro wrestling world against incredible physical odds, before issues with immaturity got in his
0: way. It's not a talent issue, it's a maturity issue. We want to see you continue to wrestle, try new characters, become a heel, try new things, find a groove. The doors open, just mature a little bit, but it, it, but the, it was almost fatherly. The way he sat me down and explained to me exactly why I was being released. And I'll always remember that, and I'll always thank Jim Ross every time I see him for that.
2: As Dog and Casio finished up their latest Ask Dog Anything, they kept the party going for ad free shows members, answering more questions on a bonus overrun.
0: We were the main event. Me and Brian Christopher were the main event. Doug was in a um, up-there match. Yeah. Jamie Dundee was in a tag title match, I'm sure. And we just stopped and started playing pool and drinking. Like, that was what we did. We pulled through the median and turned around and just called from a payphone and said, yeah, our car our can't make it. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. X
2: 1972 asks, what sports outside of football and wrestling are your favorites? Synchronized
1: swimming's up there. Is it really? No, <laughs>
2: you said it's so deadpan. I was like,
1: like what? <laughs>
2: roller derby.
1: No, uh... <clears throat> I like the big three you know, basketball, football, baseball.
2: Hard to beat. Uh, Jake, who's the biggest name athlete you have ever met? Ali. Wow, so that's easy for sure. Ali, yeah. Ollie. yeah. Um great question here from Robert Cisluski. If all of the circumstances had been ideal and you had the chance to get a retirement match at WrestleMania like Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels did, who would you want the match to be against and why?
1: Oh my god.
2: That's a hell of a question.
1: Vince McMahon, so I could fucking kick his ass. (laughs) I'd love to CDT that motherfucker on a chair.
2: Oh god. Well, that would be a that would be a hell of a way to end the career.
1: Drop him on the concrete like I did Steamboat.
2: How do you think your payoff would be after dropping McMahon?
1: Probably about as bad as they always were.
2: <laughs> Andrew Hesser asks Jake, "What's the biggest bump you ever took in your career?"
1: It was a line of coke about this long. <laughs> <laughs> And it was really thick.
2: That is a big bump.
1: Oh, my God. I remember it gagged me and I puked and I swallowed my pukes. (laughs) It's about the biggest bump I ever took.
2: (laughs) Did you ever, like, take a top rope bump? or? uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, I fell off the top rope one time.
2: And that was enough for you?
1: Yeah, fuck that shit.
2: Uh, Jake, what kind of a payoff would you need if they wanted you to go out there and do a thumbtack bump?
1: Oh, it it would take some cash,
2: brother. That just seems fucking miserable to me. Yeah.
1: Uh, It it, it would take 50 grand at least.
2: Uh, Last one for the week, and then I'll let you go, Jake. Freshman asks, given what happened backstage at All In, I was wondering if Jake ever got into a physical altercation with anyone backstage during his time in wrestling. No. Never?
1: No. There were some close calls, but it never happened.
2: So, like, uh, do you have any recollection on, like, any arguments that, that were coming close to possibly getting to, to blows? With me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had one with Davey Boy Smith. Okay. But it never happened.
2: Now, was that a result of him tr- trying to blow you up in, like, 96 or whatever?
1: He was fucking with the snake.
2: Okay, so... Jake uh I heard a rumor uh about them fucking with the snake by throwing lit cigarettes into the yeah. snake bag right right but then you got a uh, a rebuttal of your own if i if I understand the story right
1: yeah i uh, i fed their dog like six hot dogs with chili
2: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> what was the outcome of that one
1: <laughs> it went all over the room <laughs> <laughs>
2: And that—that
1: that dog shit all over their clothes. Dog shit everywhere.
2: And that was the moment when uh, it almost came to blows with him.
1: It was after that, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, I know that you and he had uh, a tumultuous relationship at times. Uh, great performer, another guy gone too soon. But yeah, it's—I've heard that he could be a little stiff with that sort of thing.
1: You know, I—I I had nothing against Davy. I don't know why I'd ever come come to why it did you know but uh i wanted to actually work with him yeah but
2: um it just
1: didn't happen man
2: well it's a shame because god you know think of the the houses the two of you could have drawn along the way
1: we could have we should
2: it would have been something special uh Well, Jake, that's going to do it for this week. Again, next week, we'll pick back up with 1988 and a look back at the first-ever SummerSlam 35 years ago. takes place in MSG. Jake wrestles Hercules, and we will have plenty to discuss.
1: Oh, you're damn right, man.
2: Guys, if you're looking to attract that 25- to 54-year-old male demographic to your product or service, why haven't you gone to advertise with Snake.com yet? Jake is a legitimate household name. He's still over like Rover, and you can get him to put over your stuff to the exact audience you're targeting. If you need evidence that it works, just listen to our show. We routinely advertise for the same businesses because they know that the stuff that we do works. It's a super targeted audience. You will 100% get the most bang for your buck when you go to advertise with Snake.com and team up with the Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. JakeTheSnakeShop.com is your destination for rare sign collectibles straight from Jake himself. We're talking about autographed figures, 8 by 10s much more. How about uh, some sculptures made by Sinbodi? Handmade sculptures. Jake has got like a Greek statue over there that looks amazing. He's also got uh, little Jake heads, half his skull, half his Jake's face. And it's the perfect thing for like your desk or uh, your man cave, it would, it would look beautiful in there. Just go over there and take a look, find out for yourself. By the way, all of the stuff that's over there, Jake will sign for you. So just go to jakethesnakeshop.com and add a new centerpiece to your wrestling collection. Head over to cameo.com forward slash jakesnake for a personal message from the Hall of Famer. Here's a recent review from Tommy. Words cannot describe how much inspiration this man has given me. Small price to pay for a video that will give me a lifetime of encouragement. Thanks again, Jake. If you're a lifelong fan, you've got to get a cameo from Jake. This guy is a bona fide part of pop culture and he can send you a personal message. Look, this is especially great if you cannot get out to see Jake at one of his signings and you'd like to have some kind of an interaction with him. Jake is awesome at these. He puts a lot of effort into them and you can get yours at cameo.com slash Jake If you're looking for cool vintage-style merchandise, we've got you covered over at boxofgimmicks.com. We've got some badass shorts over there. We've got tank tops. And by the way, it's starting to get a little bit chilly outside. Don't worry, we've got you covered on that, too. We've got sweatshirts. We've got hoodies. We've got all kinds of stuff over there, and it's all super stylish. All a throwback to the best generation of professional wrestling, the golden era from the uh, 80s and 90s. So, uh, again, just go over there and have a look for yourself. I think you're going to like what you find. It's the Snake Pit page at boxofgimmicks.com. Check us out at YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Snake Pit Pod for short clips from our show, highlights, and some exclusive content. We also recently did a giveaway for subscribers there, and we're going to keep doing those. So all you have to do to be eligible to get your hands on some of this signed merchandise for free from Jake the Snake Roberts is subscribe over on our YouTube channel. While you're there, why not hit the notifications bell? It's all free and it provides you with an opportunity to own some exclusive signed merchandise. Also, if you've enjoyed our podcast, please do us a favor. Subscribe and leave us a five star review on your podcast platform. That kind of stuff helps us out a bunch. Just a reminder, you can get the Snake Pit and all the other shows on our network early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It starts at just $9 a month. That's We're talking about less than $0.15 cents an episode each month, uh, and it's all of your favorite wrestling podcasts all in one place. Plus, there's a ton of bonus content over there. There's interactive chats with some of your favorite hosts. We just had Larry Zabisco over on adfreeshows.com, and our members got to chat with the living legend himself. Guys, if you're not a member and you're a wrestling fan, truly you are missing the boat. Just head over to adfreeshows.com today and get signed up. And by the way, you get to try a free trial over there right now. Again, it's adfreeshows.com. Catch Jake on Twitter at jakesnakeddt on Instagram at jake_the_snake_ddt, and on Facebook at real Jake the Snake. You can follow me at Marcus PdAngelo on Twitter. I guess it's X now. And you can follow the podcast at Snake Pit Pod on all social media platforms. Guys, we can't wait to get back into it next week, and we'll catch you next time right here on The Snake Pit.
0: Eric Bischoff here again, telling you about our friends over at SaveWithConrad.com. Now, Conrad's always talking about how they are helping homeowners save money, but did you know that Conrad and his team can also help you become a homeowner? They make the home buying process more enjoyable than, I don't know,
3: making out with Stephanie and Linda. Ow! but don't take my word for it hi i'm sarah davis and i'm from nashville tennessee uh so my husband has been a huge fan of conrad's podcast for many many years and for years we were on road trips and he would have me listen to it and then i got really into it and so when it came time for us to buy a house it was kind of like there's really no other option at this point like we have to go down this path right it was the best i worked with steve i don't know what to do i was looking more for preparing to buy a house? How do I get this in order? What does this need to look like? What do I need to move around? What's more important that I pay off first? Because I'm a first time home buyer. I don't know what that needs to look like. So that's when I called you guys and I talked with with Steve and phenomenal from day one. I got a full education on home buying before I was ever asked to fill out an application, before I was ever asked to do anything, which is just, I mean, I cannot brag on you guys enough. I literally cannot tell enough people about you because we would not have a home if it weren't for you, if it weren't for that interaction and weren't for the learning process. And I feel like I went into being a first time homebuyer from the time, by the time we got through the end of the process with the same education that people need four or five homes to buy. And so now I feel like, all right, well, we can do this. We can do real estate. We can, I can actually make good decisions and ask good questions at closing and Beyond, because of everything that you taught me. My name is Sarah Davis, and I got into my dream home with Save with Conrad.
0: And unlike the dirt sheets, we're not making this up. Check out all the five-star reviews. Go to savewithconrad.com and do it today. You'll Be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo!